Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Get over here. Fight. Hello, welcome again to Arcade <laughs> Attack. <laughs> we didn't know that was coming. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't be surprised now, should we? No, no, we like singing. Yeah. Uh, I'm Rob, and around me are Keith. Hello. And Dylan. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> and Adrian. Get over here! <laughs> You're over there, Adrian. <laughs> He's already getting annoyed, isn't it? We've been like a minute in. It is, of course, uh, mid-September. Which means it's the anniversary of... Mortal Monday! Mortal Monday, September the 13th, 1993. If I was clever, I've I've released this on on the anniversary of the, the nearest Monday to it, so... Let's well, see if I manage to do that. <laughs> yes. yeah. Well, I think the important question is, why didn't we do this last year for the 25th anniversary? <laughs> because we're stupid 20, and we don't plan for 25th, 25th, 25th. <laughs> Yeah, this is the uh, 26th anniversary of Mortal Monday. Um... And I thought I'd start off by asking, because I know Adrian loves the story. I was going to ask, where, what? I'm going to start that sentence again. Try again. Start again. Uh, what is everyone's first memory of their, of encountering Mortal Kombat? Where did you first encounter Mortal Kombat? Or in any way, shape, or form? Boots. <laughs> boots. Boots. <laughs> boots. Go on. So, Boots in Croydon uh, has that. Basementy bit. Obviously, not many people yes. listening to this are going to know. They had the basementy bit, and they used to have quite a substantial video game section. Yes. And they had. I mean, like they had arcade games. No, um, oh. I only heard about more um, more combat after it was released. I saw a lot of the preview stuff, but I didn't really know what the hell was going on. I'd never played it in the arcade. I, I was too busy playing like Super Sidekicks and stuff. But 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 but. but. In Boots, they had a SNES running Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and I thought it looked awesome. And I was like, I thought, I thought Mortal Kombat was going to have blood in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, so you had heard of it before? Because I'd seen the preview thing. You said your first. You heard your about first ever encounter. When did you first learn about Mortal Kombat? <sighs> oh, let, oh, it was in the magazines. It was on the Sega mm. magazine. You know, because I love Sega Power. You know, I love Sega Power. They did have something on it, but I hadn't played it. In the arcade, so mm. I hadn't known. I knew that okay, this console conversion was coming on pretty much every console under the sun. But you but were I aware. I hadn't played. You were aware of it in the arcade before it got to the magazines. Only after reading that. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but you guys were probably hanging out in the arcades more than I was. I'm struggling because because we like the safe on the safe bet is that I same as you remember reading all the hype in the magazines oh, about yeah. it coming out on console. I can't, I, I'm really not 100% sure if I played it in the arcade before. Because I remember when I first... Family, did, would they have had the Mortal Kombat arcade machine mm. in family-friendly arcades? Yeah, that's what I'm struggling They wouldn't, think. would they? Because I, I know, I remember when I first played the console version, but that's not what you're asking. But I'm struggling to remember if I played the arcade first or not. Mm. Nah, I yeah, I don't, I don't think it was until Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 when, it was, when, yeah, when I saw when it in the arcades, truthfully, yeah. if I'm being honest, Rob. See, I know I played it in the arcade, but I can't remember whether it was here or South Africa, because mm. it came out... Um, I release date either August or October 1992 in the arcades. Okay, should be a good six months before I left. And mm. in theory, it should have been in the arcade. Then again, South Africa is always kind of behind. You don't really know. They had like a lot of arcades, and it wouldn't have been too violent. But it was always a bit behind. I don't know if it was here or there that I first played, but I know I played it in the arcades. Yeah. And Did the arcade was... machine have a censored version? No. Oh. Not as far as I'm aware. No, not in this not. country. Well, the two big things in the magazines for me, the big hype things, I know you're going to talk about them both, I'm sure, Rob, is number one, this is going to use, this, this is using graphics of real people. You know, this yeah. ain't Street Fighter pixel rubbish. This is real people. <laughs> and number two, the fatalities. That was big news, even for the first Mortal Kombat. So mm. they're the two things in the magazines that mm. I was like, wow, this yeah. game sounds a bit different. Yeah, I mean, like, you can look at the development and it is incredibly different. I mean, 
We all know what was the incumbent in the genre at that point. Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2. Yeah, all day, um, every day. Body Kombat, blows, lol. Body blows. Sh- 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 <laughs> Mortal Kombat in so many ways is the anti-Street Fighter 2. Instead of cartoony graphics, they have live action. Instead of the uh, special moves where you kind of do it around like joy- yeah. joystick, it's uh, like forward, forward, or forward, down, or yeah, whatever. Or tappy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tappy, control yeah. system. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's like... is the block button instead of just holding back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very true. Uh, yeah, like... It is different in so many ways. Um, gonna go into the specifics of it in a bit, but development. Um, who developed Mortal Kombat? Midway. Midway, yeah. correct. Midway, um, we talked a little bit about them in the NBA Jam episode, but, uh, a little bit of history of the company. They actually go back decades. They began with live action arcade games in the mm. sense that, uh, no, not video games, like actual kind of, oh, right. yeah, pinball type stuff. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah, you see loads of midway pinball mm. games. Yeah, but like, even before pinball, they would kind of like do mechanical. A, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, they moved into pinball and broke out, uh, in a big way in the early 80s because they licensed a lot of huge Japanese arcade games. Um, mm. such as, and we'll take a guess. Big. They're gonna be ones you're really familiar with, aren't they? They could, think about the biggest games of that time. Pac-Man? Yes. Oh, okay. One. Wow. Keep going. Oh, Space Invaders. Yes. Come asteroids. <laughs> uh, no. I don't think asteroids. They did do Ms. Pac-Man and Galaga and Galaxia. Galaga. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh. they basically got the US license to do all these games. Whew. That's good business acumen, isn't it, Adrian? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> that is good. It's very good. <laughs> it's a good chunk of change. And I, so they're doing this and they think, well, you know, we, we make, make our own? more money yeah. Yeah, if we made our own. Uh, first homegrown game was called Satan's Hollow. Came out in 1982. Uh, it's like kind of a shooty 82, type said. game. 82, yeah. 82, right. And, uh, they did an adaptation of Tron that came out the same year. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, not, 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 not famous games. Not well. okay. We like the film. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the film to, the film to game, uh, pipeline is not always that reliable. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their first big game in the arcades was uh, probably Rampage in 1986. Yeah, of course. Yes. We, which oh, we did cover, yes. didn't we, back in the day? And then they kind of really start to pick up a little bit of steam toward the end of the decade. Arch Rivals comes out in 89. Smash TV in 1990. Oh, yes. And Total Carnage about 1991-92. Uh, Total Carnage had an artist by the name of John Tobias. Uh, John Tobias. And the lead programmer was some of the name by Mark Turmel. Yep. Mark Turmel, who... Made. What is he most famous for? Oh, I know this, don't I? We've already myself. mentioned it so far this episode. NBA Jam. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so basically, like, Tobias and Ed Boone yeah. are tasked with coming up with a fighting game to compete against Street Fighter 2, the World Warrior. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's 1991, like, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. massive success. Uh, they want to do a game with ninjas. Because ninjas are really cool. That explains yeah. a lot. Yep. But uh, Midway were, at this point, trying to get um, a movie star on board for a game they want to do for his next film. I think I know. It was. Yeah. I, yes. think, I think it's yeah. JCVD. JCVD, right? bro. It's Van Damme. But do you know which game, which, sorry, which film they were going to do a game adaptation of? Um, Kickboxer. No. no. Isn't it Bloodsport? Bloodsport. No, Bloodsport came out in the late 80s. Um, Universal Soldier. Correct. Oh. I would like big to brain on blow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently, like, he already had a, a deal in place with another games company, like a game around him, but the game didn't end up being made. Oh, okay. So, cool. yeah, um, Van Damme would have to wait uh, about a couple, another couple of years to be a digitized character in the game. <laughs> yes, he would, yeah. Yeah. And what a game. What a Ironically, game. Of the movie, the it's game. It's not a bad game. <laughs> it's not good. bad. We've played not, it. It's yeah. Not yeah, it's actually all right. Come on. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat takes about 10 months to make. Uh, the original version... That's not bad. 10 months, like, turning out, like, turning yeah. around games in them days. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, I think, the bunch of the game was done about, in about eight, but, um, mm. the original version had six characters. Yeah. But, uh, they were kind of playing it around the office in midway, and everyone liked it so much, they got given some more money and a little bit of extra time. Good. And they added a couple of characters, ah. which we'll get into ah. later on. We have a guess who... Later on, who... Later yes. on, Adrian. Later yeah, on. bite your tongue. Bite your tongue, sir. Uh, um, yeah, okay. Uh, it's done on the Midway Y arcade unit, so the same one as 
Total Carnage, Smash TV, and Terminator 2, the arcade game. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? That was Midway as well. All good games. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest right now. Uh, later versions, uh, there's apparently five different versions of Mortal Kombat in the arcade. I guess, uh, different iterations. Not really sure why that worked, but, uh, the last two were done on the Midway T unit, which, uh, same one as Mortal Kombat 2, and the NBA Jam games, both normal and tournament edition. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, getting on to the plot and the characters. Um, this is all kind of fleshed out in the comic books and the later games, but it would, it's far too long and far too complex and far too <laughs> stupid to get into. So we're just going to pretend for the purpose of this that letter games pretty much don't exist. Fair enough. You know, uh, we can't get into all later games, even the retro thing and the films and the cartoon it's show so, and the much. comic book and the sticker collection. <laughs> if we did, we'd be here for like 24 hours, wouldn't we? <laughs> Uh, it would have to, we'd have to break it up into lots of separate episodes. Will we do more Mortal Kombat stuff in the future, Rob? That's all I want to know. I'd be open to it, yeah. Cool. If there's a demand for it, <laughs> we'll provide it. Yeah, if people tell us to shut up with our Mortal Kombat <laughs> stuff, then. If the, uh, uh, if, it's, if it's a tepid response or a sub-zero response, we if might it not. It pleases the audience. Ah, 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 Dylan ah. got it. Dylan got it. Keep just ignored it. Yeah. Sub-zero. Right. There you go. <laughs> I, I got it. I heard it. Uh, so yeah, uh, the basic plot. Now just plain zero. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's a different... Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, the basic plot of... Can anyone actually remember what the basic plot of the game is? Must kill them all. That's the basic, basic plot of most plot. games. <laughs> you know what the plot of Mortal Kombat is? It, uh, is it? You're all in hell, and to get out of hell, you have to and come back and get reincarnated. You have to well, a philosopher, might, tournament. a philosopher might say that... Uh, uh, like existence is hell, so Ooh. and they are competing in somewhere called the Earth Realm. That's it. I uh, I couldn't actually find out what that whether that's actually on Earth or where it's something <laughs> whether it's some other place. But I think it's kind of like halfway between Earth and halfway between Hell. Okay. Yeah. And the uh, Earth Realm is where evil wizard Shang Tsung has Shang been. Tsung. Yeah, Shang Tsung has been um, exiled. Uh, basically, uh, there's a Shaolin fighting tournament in Earthrealm. It takes place every 50 years. 500 years, like 550 years ago, the champ was a guy called the Great Kung Lao. Ah. Uh, he was a Shaolin monk. But, Kung um, Lao. But 500 years ago, a uh, dude called Goro turned up and Goro. became champion. We know Goro. Extra what arms. He, yeah. Uh, seven foot tall and four arms. That's the one. He is part of a race called the Shokan. Who, how would he tall and have four arms? Um, there you go. There's quite a few different characters within the Mortal Kombat universe now, isn't there? There's loads. Yeah. Well, um, well, I mean, I'm not an expert. Not that we won't get into. <laughs> yeah, sorry. In, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And basically, uh, bas he's got to become, he's got to stay champion because it's part of Shang Tsung's plan to drag the earth into chaos. I don't know why him being champion <laughs> would make that happen, but, um, and also, he's been champion for 500 years. It's quite a long time. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That, that, that belt's going to be you getting know, pretty heavy. It's a bit like Apollo Creed, isn't he? He was like the champion, the best boxer, and he kind of got a little bit stale, a bit old, and a young whippersnapper came along. Well, uh, there were a young whippersnapper in question this game being Liu Kang. Liu Kang. But uh, before we get on to him, um, Goro, obviously, all the other characters were filmed with actual live people. Goro was a stop-motion model. Yeah. And yeah, like, he's looking to find a person who <laughs> looks like Goro. And like pretty much every other character, which we'll get into uh, shortly, um, the idea was kind of ripped off from an existing media source. Um, yes, Adrian. What another video game or? No, um, these were cheap, pretty much all ripped off from uh, movies. Can I have a guess? Some of the movies is what we're going to go through now, Rob. Or we're going to go through a character by character. Oh, okay, but, um, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Goro is basically uh, Ray Harryhausen stop motion say, stuff, yeah, like Jason the Argonauts yeah. or oh, Clash of the Titans. Uh, love yeah, love yeah. those films. And yeah, that was pretty much the idea for Goro. Like they wanted a really weird monster guy mm. they could do with stop motion. Do you know what? I love that stop motion animation. It's more real than CGI for yeah. me. It's kind of got that sort of ungangly, jaggedy kind of motion. I loved it. I thought it was quite scary actually as a kid. Mm. It yeah, didn't seem natural. The skeletons. The skeletons still look that. really freaky. The same Even ones in, as in Golden Axe. Yeah. That's it. I, I think it's brilliant animation. It's better than stupid CGI, but Dylan's not a fan. And is it, is it Jason the I prefer it to CGI. The... Owl. Clash of the Titans Clash is the, the Owl. Titans with the like, mechanical owl. Yeah. Ooh, good stuff. Yeah, um, so, uh, you know, kind of going to, uh, obviously you have Shang Tsung as the big boss. 
And what is what is Shang Tsung notable for being being able to do? Oh, he can shapeshift. Yes, into all the other into characters. The other characters. Yeah. Yes, and what else does he do? He, he can use everyone else, everyone else's fatalities he, and finish him. Teleport as well, or is that, am I making up in my head? That's Scorpion. Ah, uh, Scorpion. Uh, Shang Tsung basically swallows people's souls. Ah. That's his fatality. I'll tear ah. your soul suck to your soul out of you, and you'll uh, yes. your soul is apparently green and comes out of your mouth. <laughs> there you go. Then like uh, you get all old and crumpled and stuff. Oh man, you just like Bart. Do you remember Bart sold his soul to Milhouse? <laughs> <laughs> he has to eat it again, doesn't he? So Shang, yeah, yeah it was on a bit of paper, wasn't it? He wasn't yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, going through the characters, uh, Liu Kang is a Shaolin monk who is basically entered to stop Earthworm being destroyed. Just apparently, what will happen if Goro wins another tournament? I'm not sure why. I think, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they're going to in depth in the comic books. Maybe, maybe, but I'm not going to read any of the comic books. <laughs> no, we'll never know. <laughs> Uh, was originally going to be a full-on bald Japanese monk guy in robes. But uh, apparently the the big stop of that was the actor playing Liu Kang, whose name is Ho Sung Pak. We'll get into him later. Uh, apparently the word is he refused to shave his head. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Um, they instead decided to do... Uh, is he Keith? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shaving my head. <laughs> so uh, my who, do you, who do you think uh, Liu Kang ended up being modeled after? Duh. Bruce Lee? Yes, correct, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Um, yeah. As in, but like, that, see, we're doing the guessing game. We're doing guessing? I love guessing games. <laughs> yeah, why would you say duh? <laughs> uh, moving on. It's so obvious, that's why, the duh. <laughs> moving on, Raiden is a Raiden. thunder deity. Um, name is the same as Reijin. Oh. Japanese, uh, Shinto, like, deity. Um, he apparently is like a little red devil. Person. Oh, okay. Nothing like um, Raiden at all. Like, uh, and is it is it Raiden or Raiden? Because you hear people say it both ways. I've never heard Raiden. Do you really before. want to open up that can of worms right now? <laughs> I'm really, just, I'm just asking. <laughs> Have you uh, never heard people say? No, it? Oh, okay. I say Raiden. I say Raiden. I want. I, I just wondered if it was. Those people are contrarians and we shouldn't respect them. Okay. <laughs> what <do they> say? <laughs> okay. So Rob says Raiden. Have you seen the film lately? What do they say in the film? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen the film lately, but I'm pretty sure it's Raiden. Okay. Then it's Raiden. Let's go with Raiden. Oosh. Uh, yeah, um, he received an invite from Shang Tsung and has taken human form. If he wins, he may, well, like, his kind of ending sequence when he wins, as he decides, like, no one has any challenge, so he's just going to invite other deities to, like, compete in mm-hmm. future tournaments, and it gets so big and so, like, destructive that it destroys the whole world. Thanks, uh, mate. Thanks yeah. for that. He's the electricity guy, isn't he? <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's uh, like, yeah, the Thunder Deity. He shoots lightning at people yeah. and he does like that kind of thing, where he, the E-Honda thing, where he yes. flies into people. Yeah. Now, pushes them, yeah. Now, Rob, I think I know where this has come. I know where it comes from. Me too. And I hope I'm right. I hope I, you're I, right. I don't want egg on my face. And it's from a great film. Great film. And it's, it's, it's brilliant. Is it from Big Trouble in Little China? It is. Yes! yes! We win! His design is based on <laughs> the three storms from yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Had to be. Oh, oh, man. Usually, like, it's such a rip-off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as you see him with his hat. I can't believe they didn't get sued for half this stuff. <laughs> uh, next, Kano is the leader of a crime syndicate called the Black Dragon. And he has a cool metal faceplate with a red laser eye. Yeah. He uh, heard Shang Tsung's palace is full of gold, that he wanted, and he wanted to steal it all. <laughs> Didn't, work, didn't spend too long on his backstory then. No. Talk, talk about Carney. <laughs> Even uh, like when he, when uh, he wins, uh, his only sequence is the Black Dragon takes over the tournament and it becomes so shameful and disreputable that uh, it ends up being disbanded. Okay. Um, anyway. Thanks a lot. Oh my god, these guys, like, seriously. What do you think uh, Kano's des- visual character design was based on? Well, I mean, the red eye and the cyborgy bit, I always Terminator. thought was Terminator. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Ripped off from Terminator. There you go. And can you remember what his fatality is? Oh, he rips out your heart, doesn't yeah. he? And what do you think they still laugh for? Indiana Jones. Oh, Kalima. Yes. <laughs> Kalima. Like, man. There's not an original idea in this game. Nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um... Next, uh, Lieutenant Sonya Blade is a special forces operative who's chasing Kano. And why is she in this tournament? Basically, uh, her, d- uh, oh, uh, her, she, like, follows him into the kind of thing, and her unit is captured and threatened with death. Uh, like, um, her dad in the, this is actually going out of the, f- the first kind of game, but 
in this kind of thing, her dad is called Herman. Herman Blade. Herman Blade. Herman Blade. <laughs> okay. Special Forces. Herman Blade. You, you don't really come across anyone called Herman these if days. You, do you? If you're a police officer and your name is Herman Blade, you say, I'm Lieutenant Blade. What's your first name? No need to know. <laughs> <laughs> For you to find out. Oh, it's Herman. Ooh. Mr. Blade to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and what was, uh, Sonya Blade's riptop? Yeah. Look, riptop when I played from. the game, I always thought, and I might be talking rubbish here, that it always reminded me a little bit of Sarah Connor from the Terminator a little bit. That's a good shout, but it actually wasn't that. Oh. Police like, Academy. <laughs> no, but I can she see where you're coming from. She does. She does. What's her face in Police what Academy? What is her name? The one with the, the one who is Callahan? Is it Callahan? Is that her name? Random, random. Who is Callahan? You met her. She when was, was at Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. I had a sit down, a Q and A with, not with her, just her. You had a Q and A. <laughs> but she sat down and spoke to the audience. I got, I got to ask her a question. What did you not. ask? I asked her, is there any films or TV roles you, you rejected mm. that you later regretted? It's always and a good question. It's a good question, isn't it? And she said, no. Or, and then she said, actually, there is one. And she said, yeah, I, I, there was a porn film. <laughs> oh, she regretted not doing it. But apparently it. she was like, yeah, every film I've been offered, I've taken. So it's not like she had loads of work. But we like her. We <laughs> yes. like Callahan. That's she a was, good shout. She was pretty hot back in the day. She was. That's a good shout. Oh, yeah, really hot. Um, I think, well, I think she may have uh, started out in um, more adult uh, kind of roles. Okay. Interesting. That was the grapevine. Don't... Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> don't Google. Tell uh, you what, next year when I talk to her again, I'll ask her again. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> anyway, um, no, no takers. No one's got who... Um, I mean, this was so blatant, the person in question actually th- um, set, reckoned they could have sued and won. All right, wait, 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 wait. Come on. So, so blonde hair, badass, green outfit. Early 90s. Early 90s. Not, 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 not sporty spice, was it? <laughs> it looks like a kind of a workout outfit. Um, outfit. like Bruce Lee, this is actually an actor rather than a character. Okay. Um. What does she look like? No one like, uh, okay, I'll, it doesn't sound like anyone's gonna get on, it. No. Cynthia Rothrock. Oh! Straight to video, yeah, mainstay like Cynthia Rothrock. She was like the main female, female martial arts. Yeah, yeah martial no, arts I have heard of her, yeah. Heroine. Don't yeah, even she know who she is. Yeah. She, she was wasn't like, the actress using the game then. I'm surprised, yeah, I'm surprised no. they didn't also do the game. No, um, I, they might have, but, uh, anyway, like, she was quoted afterwards by saying that she probably could have sued and won, but, like, basically life's too short. Life is oh, fair enough. Exactly. Also, um, I don't think we'll get onto that in a bit, but the people who did sue didn't, uh, get too much success out of that. No, it's difficult. It is difficult, actually, yeah. to get anywhere with those kind of cases, but. Yep, carry on, bro. Next up, Johnny Cage. Hey, I know this. Johnny Cage is uh, an actor who enters a tournament to prove that he doesn't need special effects to do kung fu in his movies. Uh, apparently, Love like it. he's not very smart because Shang Tsung tricked him in, <laughs> into like being in the tournament. Can you imagine? Oh, will you appear in my tournament, Mister Johnny Cage? And uh, who will I get jo- hurt? Yeah. Mm. And who's Johnny Cage uh, taken after? Well, it links into your previous point you made earlier, Rob. I'm pretty sure Johnny Cage is based on a certain anim- uh, actor called Jean-Claude Van Damme. With the same initials? Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, like, originally, Mortal Kombat was kind of conceived as Jean-Claude Van Damme vehicle. And like, they, like, uh, basically used um, the guy who plays uh, Johnny Cage. Um, who is, Adrian? A certain Daniel Pessina. Daniel Pessina, yeah. Master, yeah. Oh, sorry. Master Daniel Pessina. Yeah, who apparently came up with half the ideas in the game if you, um, according to content on our website. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Smart man. No, look, it was a great show notes. It was a good interview, actually, wasn't it? It was a good interview. interview. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast one day if he's up for it. It'd be really interesting. Yeah, well, (laughs) maybe. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Why not? Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, same initials. Um, even right down to the the spits punch he does, where he punches people in the nads. That's taken from Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good. yeah. Watch that again recently. It's a good film. I really like Bloodsport and Kickboxing. Like, do you know Forrest Whitaker's in it? Have you noticed that? A really young Forrest Whitaker's in Bloodsport. Interesting. Like, yeah. he's in Color of Money as well. That Tom Cruise film where like mm. Tom Cruise plays uh, Pool Shark. I think Forrest Whitaker's got with Paul Newman. Yes. Oh, okay. Paul Newman won the Oscar for that, the Best Actor Oscar. Yeah. Who would rather be? Who'd be a better character in Mortal Kombat, Forrest Whitaker or what's his face? What's his face? Who did you say? Just then, Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> Incredibly famous actor, Paul Newman. <laughs> what's his face? Yeah, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker for me. Uh, obviously, yeah. Ghost Dog. Love that film. Paid by Forrest Whitaker would Love be. That. There you go. Anyway, um, character's real name: John Carlton. 
Do you know why, why they took the name John Carlton? John no. Connor? He was a designer on the game. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, uh, his ending sequence, if he wins, he uh, returns to Hollywood where he turns Mortal Kombat into a hugely successful film franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, he must have won it then, because that's yeah. what happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hugely successful. <laughs> um, Sub-Zero. Assassin. His real name is Bai Han. Huh? He's employed by an assassin clan called Lin Kuei. I'm obviously pronouncing these terribly, but uh, whatever. Originally called Tundra. But, um, yeah, I know. It's a good thing they changed it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, where do you think they got the name from? Running Man. Yes, correct. Running Man. <laughs> you uh, kind of... Ch- they really ripped that <laughs> oh, did, Is that why you gave me that look? Did I steal the... <laughs> oh, sorry, Rob. Uh, yeah. Um, when, zero. <laughs> when he wins, uh, he retires from like being an assassin because of all the money he's got. And uh, lives happily ever after. He's basically, yeah, um, he's uh, entering the tournament to kill Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung has a contract out on him. Uh, now, Rob, I know you didn't want to talk about future Mortal Kombat's. Yes. I'm going to... Yeah, give me, go just give me a minute. Because it was, I think it was trending yesterday. I think Sub-Zero was literally trending yesterday. Uh, I think it's Mortal Kombat 11, the, the latest Mortal Kombat. You can get a new skin for Sub-Zero. And with the new skin which everyone's happy about, but it's kind of based on this kind of famous DJ, but the DJ's also recorded the voice of this of Sub-Zero. Yeah. And apparently, and obviously I've heard bits of it, it just sounds really rubbish. It sounds naff. I can't remember the DJ's name, but people are in an uproar. So this quite famous DJ has recorded the latest voice for Sub-Zero. Well, we were talking about this earlier on. Simon before... Anstel? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not <laughs> Dr. Fox. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that would be Travis. Travis, oh, Travis wouldn't it? He's well, like the guy that goes. <laughs> well, we were talking Rusty. about this uh, before the podcast. About uh, you remember who did Sub Zero's voice in the Mortal Kombat cartoon? Oh, remind me, Rob. Sideshow Luke Perry. Oh, Luke Perry, bless him. Um, uh, yeah. So, oh, would it be better or worse than that? You tell me. I want to hear it now. Maybe not right now. But. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll maybe have a link to it or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't actually know this until I did the research, but apparently um, the Sub-Zero in uh, Mortal Kombat 1 is different to the one in all the other games. What, a different character? Yes, different character. What, underneath the robes, different person? Okay. Yeah, like I'll get into that in a second. But um, Scorpion, real name is apparently Hanzo Hasashi of the Shirai Ryu clan. I've always nice. wanted to know, uh, is Scorpion and Sub-Zero related? No, uh, they're from rival clans, Ooh. and basically Sub-Zero killed Scorpion, uh, therefore putting an end to, the, I guess, the question of who is most badass. Anyway, Sub-Zero kills Scorpion, and Scorpion's not like an undead head's hellspawn or ghost or zombie yep. or something. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, like, true. his fatality takes off his mask, yeah. and he's got like, a he's skull, like a big skull, skull face. face. Fire. Yep, skull so face. Cool. I love it. Have you seen that kind of gif or meme, whatever it is, where Sub-Zero bring, gets... No, Scorpion gets the beers from the fridge... Sub Zero f- makes them nice and cold, and he j- he just drinks it in his skull head. Do you know what? Like I couldn't. I when I, on the research for this, I couldn't work out how Sub Zero have ice powers. No, I was going. I was waiting for you to explain that. Yeah, I couldn't find bio. any explanation. I can. But his name is Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah, that's the explanation. Well, I'm guessing he got his name Sub Zero because you could do ice powers and not vice versa. Dylan yeah. was called. <laughs> he was born. Dylan was called Zero. Jumping Man. He'd be really good at jumping, duh. <laughs> Dude, can you rename me Jumping Man? So I can <laughs> anyway, uh, so like Scorpion, he has a wife and kid, but he was resurrected so he could kill Sub Zero because he's like he's so vengeful and he, like yeah. angry. And uh, he wears yellow because that's meant to represent fire. He reads fire as yep. the opposite to Sub-Zero. Surely it'd be red, but okay, I'll let him off with that. They had a red ninja, but we will have, well, that's a future game. That's so. a future, oh, yeah. game. Yeah. future game. I always thought, actually, because obviously in Street Fighter, you've got Ryan and Ken, very similar characters. I know they've got different backstories, but they're, pretty, they're very similar. Did Mortal Kombat just think we're sort of copy the Street Fighter thing? And or do like the palette swap? Yeah, but the thing with those guys is they have different moves. Yeah, that's true. Whereas Ryan actually. Ken had the same moves, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it was just seen kind of as a straight palette mm. swap. Like, why employ another actor? When Daniel Pacina can play all of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, apparently in the plot, the official Mortal Kombat plot, because obviously there is one that goes through the games. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Scorpion actually does kill Sub Zero in the first game. Nice. And ah. the Sub Zero that's in the future ones is that that Sub Zero's younger brother. Ah. Oh. Out for Salmon Skin Roll. Mini, mini Zero, they call him. Yeah, and um, this Sub-Zero, by hand, 
uh, turns up in later games as Noob Cybot. Ah, now yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah. interesting story. You can talk Cybot. about Noob Cybot. Yeah. No, but I'm happy to. If you want to talk about, it, I'm happy to take a yeah. diversion. Well, spin the word Noob, noob around. Yeah. What do you get? Boon. Spin around <laughs> Cybot. What do you get? <laughs> Tobias. Tobias. Who made the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those uh, kind of mixed, like different change palette. He was grey, I believe. No, Smoke was grey. Yeah, oh, Smoke God. was grey. He was, was, there was, was he black. Was Am I talking white? About Reptile was green. Ermac was red. Oh, is it white? I'm not sure now. Oops, Maybe. Anyway, um, yeah, like, uh, here's a question. Adrian, I know, like, when you interview people, you ask which, like, video game character would you like to go for a drink with? So <laughs> I'm going to ask you, I'm going to flip this around and oh, ask man. everyone, which of those characters would you like to go for a drink with? I've kind of already answered the question. Do you not hear my sub-zero point? The sub-zero, you can <laughs> freeze your drink. Gets, if, if, I'm lazy, I'm sitting around down now, I don't go to the fridge. Uh, uh, two answers. So Scorpion can go, get over here and bring the beers over. Yeah. And then I have sub-zero next to me going, <laughs> make it nice ice cold. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, thanks guys. But if Scorpion did that, he'd throw the spear through and all the water would come out as soon as he took the spear out. He hasn't seen the cartoon clearly. Noob Cybot no, was, to, was all, like, all grey and black, almost like a negative, like. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know what though? In seriousness, though, Robert, you know, forget the crazy gift slash meme thing I was talking about. If I had to drink one of the Mortal Kombat characters, you know what? I probably would choose Reptile. He sounds pretty. He's pretty cool. He's not in this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to have, have Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, Keith. Ooh. While Adrian's thinking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, Scorpion. But just because I thought it was a badass. I thought it was way cool. He had a whole the the whole thing with the the skull head and the fire always made me think of Ghost Rider. Yeah, that, yeah, that's I good call. If there was a I'm little sure. bit of an influence there, I'm sure, it was an influence. He was doesn't really see, come across as much of a talker to me, though. That's that's fine. Neither am I. We just we just. Can you imagine Johnny Cage? Quietly, chat, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Cage Cage's company. Gets, yeah. Oh no, Johnny Cage would just be annoying. Yeah, he's so he just I he do seems to me to be quite him. arrogant. Yeah. No one wants to go for a drink for, uh, with with Sonya. <laughs> you, you tell who you're picking, Sonia Lade. Well, because like, I'm thinking, because, you know, uh, the, the most popular answer when yeah. we ask people that is Lara Croft. Yeah. Right? Mm, mm. But people don't think about Sonia in the same way. She's a badass, but she's not a badass. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Well, it's I true, think that's it? because she, like, works for the army or something, and those people aren't really that, they don't really come across. I mean, I don't mean, I mean, like, this, People who are generally in the military, but someone whose like whole life is a military, or, aren't they? Are maybe not necessarily going to be as good a conversation as someone yeah, who might like. Be, I think she's a bit all business. Is a global explorer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and all also business. you might forget about that like kiss of death thing she does. Give cool. her a little kiss goodnight, and then oh no, she kills me. Um, <laughs> bad times. I th- that I, that's Melina, isn't it? No, I'm pretty sure no, Sonia, Sonia does, does it. A, that, the kiss, a, yeah. A kiss. Fine, well, yeah. we we'll just go with Pimic Gora then. <laughs> well, I would say Shang Tsung because then oh. you can go. He can change it to wherever <laughs> yeah, you want. True. I'm bored of you. Oh, now you always have to cheat Shang's now, Rob. Yeah, he's <laughs> always got the cheat answers, isn't he? Yeah. What about like... cheat answer? Like I, s- <laughs> he was one of the people I was talking about. Yeah, but, that, like but then Shang Tsung might be like, oh, oh, so that's why you invited me. I'm not here to amuse you. I'm not your plaything. And then you just go. Cause no, but he loves doing it. It's like his party trick. Or maybe he's fed up and get over here thing. True. Uh, How about yeah. Raiden? He's worth um, a shout, right? He's, I think, again, He'd be handy in power, power cuts. <laughs> yeah. Again, same with Johnny Cage. He like kind of. I think he's probably a bit like this snooty. Mm. <laughs> snooty. He look down on you because you don't have any powers. Yes. Like I'm literally like a deity. Yeah. Human what the hell are you? Gora is then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we you asked earlier on what were the last two characters to be added? Do you think of that lot? So it's the original seven, is it? Mm. Uh, there were two that were, that were um, added at the last, not the last well, minute, but so there was yeah, so two of the seven were one added of, at the last. One minute. of the two, one of the two has to be either Sub Zero or Scorpion purely because well, we run out of time. Let's just use the same pa- color palettes a little bit and change them over a little bit. So one, it has to be either Sub Zero or Scorpion, correct? Um, anyone else want to venture a guess before I tell you whether that's correct or not? I think Kano. Because yeah, I was going to say Kano. Yeah, <laughs> like it was a rush job. And yeah, I'd say. Would you go for a beer with Kano and I'd ask about? Scorpion. And also, the guy who, the, the, the motion capture actor, first, he just some bloke with a beard. Yeah. He doesn't. He's not like. He's not Johnny Cage Kelly. superstar. Yeah, you know. So I'm going to go Kano as well. Kano was indeed the last character nah, to be added, and I'll tell you, what, I you tell you why. 
Ooh. The second to last character to be added was Sonya Blade. What? Oh. Because uh, uh, the original version <laughs> had no women in. They're like, there's got to be a, a female fighter. Ooh. Oh, that seems obvious now. Yeah. yeah, and then Kano they added on as like her kind of villain. But originally, like, um, you know, you'll notice I said earlier on there were six characters and mm. two were added. Uh, yeah. S- basically, like, the version of Sonya that was going to be in there was male. It's kind of a mix between uh, Jax and Stryker, who were oh, in... Okay. Mortal Kombat's two and three, respectively. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they kind of split that original character into two different ones, and uh, Fair enough. Yeah, made that like kind of original one. They're good at spawning characters out of other characters, aren't they? I mean, they're pretty <laughs> good at that. <laughs> Look at Noob Cybot. <laughs> Noob Cybot. <laughs> now, obviously, like kind of everything was digitized, and that involved actual filming. A lot of which is actually available online. You won't go on YouTube. Yeah, of course. You see, like footage of like the kind of characters doing their things. Really cool, isn't it? Really but that cool. wasn't an original idea either, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh, what was the first fighting game to have digitized fighters? I know, I know. My yes. favorite, my favorite game in the whole world. <laughs> and if only Kev was here right now, because he could, he could, he could almost reconstruct it. His old house, Pit Fighter. It's the Pit Fighter. Fighter. It's Pit Fighter. Fighter. Uh, yeah, um, it came out in 1990, so a couple of years before. So this wasn't like a completely new thing, mm. but they did actually get like specific, uh, people in to, um, do the actual moves. Like Daniel Pacino, we mentioned earlier, yep. did Johnny Cage and Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Did. Uh, he was a martial arts dude, like mm-hmm. multiple, uh, I'm going to say multiple black belts. And he's Johnny Cage, obviously. He said that. Sorry, I just kind of blanked out there. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, do you know who did Raiden? I was going to keep saying Master Daniel Pacino, but was I don't think that's the right answer. Who was Liu Kang? Carlos Pacino. Oh, oh yes. I didn't even know it was Carlos Pacino. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that's right. Yeah, you're right, Rob. My yeah, bad. and uh, Sonya Blade was a woman called Elizabeth Malecki, who was a dancer. Apparently. I think it was no. Daniel Pacino's sister for a minute, but nope, there you go. Uh, Elizabeth Pacino. <laughs> now, not, not, none of these people had really kind of much in the way of film experience, but Richard DiVizio, the uh, guy who did Kano, um, he was in a couple of films that oh, I really? know everyone around the room would have seen. <laughs> Go on. Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen that. My dad fell asleep during that, but that's another <laughs> story. <laughs> I saw it in the cinema. It was I great. It I loved cinema, it. Yeah. yeah it and good. he was a Chechen gangster in uh, Dark Knight. Oh, wow. wow. Oh. Yes. Very, very small background part. But <laughs> I don't care. He was in it. That's Excellent. amazing. You have to keep an eye out for that, yeah? yeah. And... uh Ho Sung Pak, the guy who did Liu Kang and Shang Tsung, was actually like, that was his day job. He was an actor. Oh. He was in Drunken Master 2, the, <laughs> uh, Jackie Chan film. And he had, um, small parts in two other game, two films adapted from video games. Huh? Oh, is one of them Double Dragon? No. Hmm. Oh. Boo. <laughs> they are Alone in the Dark and Blood Rain. <laughs> I can't even believe there wasn't Alone in the Dark film. Yeah, I've heard it's rubbish. Right. I've heard uh, it's rubbish. Yes, in Isn't fact, Christian both Slater in it. Yes, and Tara Reid. That might deserve a pod one day. Can you imagine? Maybe. Ooh. Well, interestingly enough, because I looked this up, both films are in the list the t- on IMDb's top 100 worst list. Wow. <laughs> For anyone unfamiliar with this, IMDb obviously does their like their rating system yeah. where it's uh, one to ten, like the highest ratings. Basically, those ratings. Added to like the weight of the number of people who do it. So, if ten people give something ten out of ten, that means a lot more than if one person does. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so basically, it goes the other way around. If lots of people vote for something, vote down something, it'll be at the bottom of this list. Uh, both these films are in the top one hundred <laughs> worst movies wow. list. Uh, anyone want to take a guess at their numbers? Twenty-one. For which one? Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark is number thirteen. Ooh. And Blood Rain is 28. Yikes. Uh, That's worst. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Anyone, this is a question. This is a fun question. <laughs> anyone want to guess how many of the top 100 films are based on video games? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, well, top 100. Half. Top what? Half of them. Um, Can I have another guess? Is it Double Dragon? <laughs> Double Dragon is actually not in there. Oh, wow. 18. No, there's not that many. 18 of the one, top 100. No, Keith. No. no. Uh, I'll tell you, it's seven. No. Oh. Have you got the seven? I've got the seven Ooh. indeed, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, like, the four. Have we covered one already? <laughs> in the, the previous the, pod. The four that were, the four that were yes. highest on the list were all directed by the same person. Oh, no. Oh, uh, wait. Are they Resident Evil ones? No. Okay. Um, 
No, the bit high. Alone in the Dark is number 13. It's not even the highest on the list. <laughs> house of the Dead is number 10. Oh what? my god, was there a House of the Dead film? Oh my god. Far Cry is 49. There was a Far How Cry film? The, I have no idea these films <laughs> even exist. Um, all four of these were directed by Uwe Boll. Ah, uh, of course. Uwe Boll. Should I get him on a podcast, do you think? Do I can do an interview? <laughs> he might do. He is famously insane. He actually he challenges his critics to boxing matches. Ooh, Maybe I won't. I'm going to swerve that one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you your films are great. Yeah. You uh, you're the best. We love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the top four. Then Mortal Kombat Annihilation at 73. Uh, Street Fighter The Legend of Chun Li at 81. Ooh, we spoke about this, yeah. And then Street Fighter itself at 93. Oh. Street Fighter. Come on, Van Damme. Keep saying it's a great <laughs> film. Keep clicking. <laughs> so that's Hosung Pack. Hosung Pack? Uh, yeah. Um, get on to the actual gameplay. We covered some of this earlier, but what was new about Mortal Kombat compared to other fighting games around fatalities? Yep, yeah, fatalities. Blood, the blood, the blood. What is? Yeah, there was kind of blood before, I think. Mm. Well, this Street, is Fighter, like blood, yeah. Street Fighter has blood. little bits, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. little teeny. Yeah. Well, Dylan said blood. blood three times in a row, so no other game had it that much. Blood, blood, blood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like also the five-button control system. The two yeah. kicks, two punches, and a block button. Yeah. Uh, also, the first funny came to introduce juggling. You can hit people multiple times when they're in the air. Of course. Um, so, yeah, like fatalities, what was everyone's favourite? Oh, Scorpion one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the Scorpion. When they turn, burn them to a skeleton. I love that one. I had the um, Master System version. I was deprived, you know? I only had a few of these. <laughs> the Kano one was very cool with the heart. I didn't have Kano. Because um. Kano wasn't on the Master System. <laughs> How many characters? Those are both cool, but I was also really love... The Liu Kang one, which has oh, the big dragon. Bites, yes. Yes. bites the yes. person in half. half yeah. Rob, I agree, that's my favourite. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Hang on, my, my, my Mortal Kombat maths is off. So th- there's seven characters. Yes. Yeah, only Kano didn't make the Master System one. <laughs> oh, really? So the other yeah, six are on there, brilliant. Yeah, well, uh, well no Kano. So yeah. remind me, so what are the ones we didn't mention then? What is, what's Sub Zero's again? Sub Zero's uh, is he freezes you and then, like, basically smashes, smashes you. Up, you. Yeah. Yeah. And there's blood everywhere. And, and so is Sonya Blades is the, the kiss of death thing, isn't it? The kiss thing. Yeah. Isn't the... Who's on with the, the hat that chops your head off? Uh, that's that's Kung Lao. Lao. That's um, the yeah, Mortal Kombat No, sorry. Yeah. Okay, they merge into one thing in my head a little bit, sorry. I think like uh, Raiden shoots you like Chazine until you explode. That's it. Yeah. And I don't... I don't know. I can't remember Liu Kang. Also, am I... No, Liu Kang's been mentioned this is where he turns into the dragon and then bites Just you in half. Nice. Seriously, keep up. I don't know. <laughs> and pay attention. Rob, man, you probably say you're talking about other Mortal Kombat's now, but isn't there, you could, some of the, the, the stages you can actually kill people? Oh, yeah, yeah, the one Mortal where Kombat you, you above like the spike. Oh, not Mortal Kombat 1? Yeah. Is that, that only in the second one? I thought that was in that stage was in the first game. I think, I've got a feeling it was, maybe. It is when you're the on the nighttime one, when you're on like, yeah, the, yeah, oh, the pit, the that's pit. it. But you have to do something right, you can't just uppercut them. You can't just uppercut them. You have to do something, something, then uppercut. Something special, yeah. Whose idea were the, were the fatalities? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Daniel Pazina. Master Pound. Daniel Pazina. He, cl- he claims so, yes. <laughs> I mean, He's the ob- best man, Daniel Pazina. <laughs> he invented electricity. He invented... <laughs> I mean... He invented the bulb, yeah. Because well, that's the thing, like, they basically apparently told uh, Pazina, and I imagine the other actors, apparently that there was only going to be like 200 of these cabinets made. And that was going to be it. And mm. apparently they could each... They would each be able to get one as well. But, um... They no, they no. sign contracts like one-off contracts to basically kind of set pay for like the yeah. first two games. Then when they realised how big it was, and that were basically just reusing their licenses, they tried to sue, but uh, it got thrown out of court. Yeah. But it was really interesting here his side of the story. There's always two sides, Rob. Let's be honest. But it did seem a little bit like the actors didn't get a lot of control. Is that fair? Well, I think it's kind of their his gripe is that he came up with some of the elements of the game as well. Yeah. And I'm like, not denying that. I reckon he probably did. Right. Yeah, like he was ne- he never really compensated for that bit of it. While I imagine that Pete, like Tobias and Boone, probably made a good deal of money, and obviously Midway mm. made off like you know bandits. Yeah. But I- that was their plan. They wanted uh, their own fighting game, and they did it. They mm. made a lot of money. People get thrown by the wayside, don't they? Mm. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, like we kind of mentioned the arcade game right at the top of the show, but mm. like. Man, I was just so big. It's weird. Like one of the things I was thinking about the other day is people. I think if you're under 25, it's really difficult to kind of quantify how big arcades used to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. we like there's this kind of trope now where we think of like the the key arcade period being the early 80s, like Space Invaders, Pac Man, mm-hmm. 
that kind of stuff. But man, when I was a kid, arcades were huge. We, we live for it. We like, live for it. If like if a game was arcade big, it was really big, and yeah. everyone knew it. Yeah. We yeah. were probably the last generation to really we were. it. Which is, oh, it was so exciting! It was great. Was the this? memories where we've talked about them on the podcast. Sega before. World, Sega World. You know, so that, that later period with all the 3D yeah. stuff with Daytona, Virtual Racing, Virtual Fighter, and all that. But before yeah, with Street Fighter Two and Mortal Kombat when it came out, and just oh, and the scrolling, the final fights and yeah. stuff like that. Huge, huge. Yeah, I think it was probably the PS2. There's the point where consoles actually caught up with the arcades. Yeah, um, yeah, like it, yeah. It, you know, it just became easy to like develop stuff for home versions. Mm. Yeah, I think we should be proud that we lived through that stage, though, because they're an important yeah, part I, of I the think industry. We were lucky. Yeah, yeah, mm. we are lucky. It's a shame that kids won't now experience that. Yeah. Consoles were more exciting for me because I was crap at video games. So when I went to the arcades, I'd rinse up ten pound in about ten minutes, and then I know, but wandering yeah, but around. It was, it you was, guys would still be playing. I just wander around. It was special, though. Do you know what I mean? It was it the was highest form of gaming. Going to the cinema, I was mm. like, "Wow, this is not st- cinema arcade." This was not stuff you could play at home. It's like, you know, we, yeah, we had our master system and it's, it was just like, this is a, this is another world. This yeah. is incredible. Like that was kind of, when we kind of talk about the 32 bit, like in later or whatever, that was a dream. You get arcade quality at home. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, uh, uh, with a game system where the games didn't cost 200 pounds a pop, Neo Geo. Ooh. Well, no, it's, it's fact. Like, anyway, uh, brief thing on the music, Daniel Forden. Um, what other games do you think he, uh, did? What does anyone think of the music? Did he do a load of Midway stuff? I like the music. I like the music, yeah. It's not, you can't read That's it. Yeah. yeah. But there's only a couple of tunes in it that you can remember off the top of your head. It's not like Street Fire where you can remember mm, every true. tune. That is um, true. And, uh, yeah, basically. But it's he, good though. I'm, I'm guessing he did loads of other Midway games. Did loads of other Mortal Kombat games, but apparently nothing else according oh. to, oh. that I can find. Alright. Like, uh, Maybe that was his thing. He was like, yeah, nin- ninja fighting games. Yes, please. Uh, well, anything I'm, else? No thanks. Well, I'm guessing he may have had a different contract to the ones the uh, the actual like the actors had. Yes. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't have been... Yeah. Yep. Good guess. Good guess. So, Mortal Kombat is a huge success in the arcades. Uh, I don't know if it was as big quite as NBA Jam, but um, just a really no, big I success. Don't think it was. And like, uh, by the time they kind of got adapted for uh, the consoles, like about a year later, uh, man, like everyone was so hyped up for that. Yep. Yeah, I was. Gonna, do you want to hear my how I first played the game? It links into the console mm-hmm. uh, thing. It's a bit uh, of a story. Yeah, we'll, we'll get more like in a sec. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I've got two stories in Mortal Kombat, but that's fine. Well, I can wait. That's fine. I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a Mortal Kombat story. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hear it. You can tell a story after the podcast. Why don't we stop recording? <laughs> but, uh, no, I was just going to talk about like the Mega Drive Snares, Game Gear, Game Boy. I've got a game story. All come out. <laughs> all come out on the same day, September thirteenth, Mortal Monday. Uh, obviously, a huge ad campaign. Everyone we referenced at the top of the show. Yeah, yeah. So famous. You know the one I mean. There are people in the street shouting, yeah. Mortal Kombat! And then, like, yeah. there's, like, chunk, like, techno kind of music and. and there's mad. kids flooding the streets. It felt like an event, mm. like a real event. I mean, they reckon, they referenced to online being, like, the biggest kind of, um, ad campaign for a game Ooh, ever can at you that point. Picking up a brand new. New minty smelling, lovely more combat <laughs> game on that day, and oh, love the logo. I had to wait until Christmas. To I get love, I love the artwork on the box, by the way, because I think oh, actually the dragon logo. This is not the story, but it's like Iconic, a, it's yeah. like a subplot story, um, sub zero plot. <laughs> yeah. So you want to tell side multiple story. stories in a row? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. I I've told you about my Zool drawing before, haven't I? I Want to make the animation of Zool. Yes. You heard that before. Yep. But apart from Zool. <laughs> I've actually drawn uh, the uh, Mortal Kombat logo before, haven't I? It's one of the things that really resonated with me. I love that logo. love that dragon. I love the front cover. I think it's a brilliant... I think it's kick-ass, actually. We're going to have to scan that in yeah, for when yeah. we put this up. I'll show you guys that. I've got it up I there, actually. It, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, what was your main story, Adrian? <laughs> I've got two story. main stories. but I st- I, No, because... <laughs> no, but Rob, you, un- you understand, though, because I don't think I play at the arcade, but I've heard about it. I heard the hype. I heard the adverts. And uh, I didn't have a SNES. But my, I knew that my, my cousin did, I'm not going to say my cousin's name, because it's a, you know, he might come across a bit bad in this, and I don't particularly get along with him. But anyway, uh, I went to my cousin's house, and he had the SNES out, and inside the SNES was Mortal Kombat. I was like, this is badass. 
I'm going to play some Mortal Kombat. It's great. And then I walk, my, my, I've got two, I've got, actually there's, there's three cousins in that family. And which is, well, I found it really weird. Is this weird to you? Yeah. My, I'm going to call him cousin Jimmy, about the same age as me. <laughs> cousin Jim. <laughs> Change his name. And he didn't get along with his older brother, cousin Bobby, let's call him. Yeah. They didn't seem to get on, on well. Real, their real names are James and Robert. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just changed their names. So my cousin Jimmy had Mortal Kombat New Snares. And I was like, oh, let's play it. And oh, oh, should we ask if um, Bobby wants to come and play as well? So like, no, 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 What no, about no. Herman, the third one? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he's got his own version. I was like, what are you doing? In the house, they had two Snares consoles. And what? two copies of Mortal Kombat. What? And how many Well, Because they, they argued so much and didn't get along. And they hated each other so much. They just couldn't stand each other. They so had that's some great parenting right there. Well, sort of no, that's why I changed the names. I'm not, you know, so Bobby and Jimmy. It's, it's weird though, isn't it? So and Herman. What about Herman? What Herman Blake. <laughs> Should you call them Sub-Zero and Scorpion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But it's just weird. That's a weird story, isn't it? As in there's two versions. Yeah. So there you go. A little sneaky trick by Mortal Kombat. If you want to sell extra copies, aim it at, you know, families that don't get on with each other. <laughs> Angry brothers, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how many people have played uh, which versions, but obviously I've played Mega Drive and SNES mm. as well as Arcade. Um, my impression was SNES had the better graphics and sound, but there was one huge difference between the two. Yeah, Go on, say it. Because he was in boots, he said it, didn't he, earlier? There was no yeah. blood, but wasn't there... So there wasn't a code... There's no Nintendo, code for the SNES one. Did Nintendo completely The Mega Drive off? one came... Sorry, what's wrong? Okay, no. sorry, what is. Uh, go ahead. The Mega Drive versions, as standards, had no blood. You had to enter a code to unlock the blood. That was how they got around the age restriction yeah. mm-hmm. system. Uh, yeah, like, uh, you had to trigger a cheat, but the developers basically made sure every reviewer know- knew what it was and yeah, would put so it in every- the magazines. Yeah, yeah because it, it, it hung on that first, like, waffly bit of the game, didn't it? When it loaded up, it says something about something, the code, da, 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 da. Code was... And at that point, that's where you, like, mm. put it all in. The code was, like, A-A-B-A-C-A-B, mm. whatever, like, Abacab, named after... Yes, uh, yeah. Abacab. The code was 1234. <laughs> <laughs> named after... Noob Cybot. <laughs> An album by one of the worst bands of all time. Abra, Abra, Abra. No, there's no R in it. Abacab. Abracadabra. Yes. Worst fans of all time. Who does Rob think is one of the worst fans of all time? Abacab, well, it's going to take too long to go through. So I was going to say, Abacab was a Genesis album. Oh. <laughs> from, uh, the Harsh, after I like Peter Gabriel Genesis. left. Yeah, oh. I know, but, you know. Ouch. Ouch, Rob. Uh, anyway, what did SNES have instead of blood? Green stuff, didn't it? Not a green stuff. <laughs> no, sweat. Sweat, yes. Sweat. It was going to be it. green stuff, but... Um, that would have been... <laughs> yeah, it would have been weird. Also, other stuff. Background things like heads and spikes weren't in that game. Yeah. And the fatalities were kind of downgraded. So, uh, mm. instead of Peter... If Raiden would, like, shoot lining at you, instead of exploding, you just turn to ash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I played it on the Amiga. Are you going to talk about that version, Rob? We're going to briefly touch on that, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah. So, the Mega Drive one outsold the SNES version. Uh... By how much? Two to one. Blake Harris, the guy who wrote Console Wars, reckons, he told the BBC, five to one. Wow. Whoa. What? I suppose because it had that, that gore kind of the Public's well. thirst people for blood it. knows no bounds. People yeah. love, people, the fatalities was a big. It was, gore. yeah, it was massive. And well, I mean, like, I don't know how much everyone can remember at the time, but Mortal Kombat on the consoles was not amazingly reviewed. It yeah. was like around 80s, the 80s, wasn't yeah, it? 80s, wasn't it? 75 to 85 mark, a yeah, lot never, of it. never got like 90 mm. something, but I don't know. Well, I, I think a lot of, like it kind of suffered because it comes out in September, I believe a month after Street Fighter 2 Turbo on the snares, Ooh. and a month before Special Champion Edition on the Mega Drive. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like obviously there was blood in the uh, Mega Drive version that sold well but it also had another effect uh, the 1993 Congressional Hearings and Video Games which we will cover at some point soon oh yeah we talked about that a bit in the yeah, Night, Night Trap, Trap. but uh, yeah uh, kicks off in December 1993 after uh, one of the aides for Senator Joe Lieberman is That's asked it, Joe Lieberman Ooh, is asked uh, Ooh, that man. but this mm. is basically what happened is uh, one of his aides uh, was asked by his son to buy the Mega Drive version. And he saw what was in the Mega Drive version was like, this is really bad. Yeah, yeah it got a, that was the whole cause of it. Yeah. It was Mortal Kombat. On it the was. Mega Drive. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, it was kind of okay with you. Like, nowhere near what Mortal Kombat 2 would get reviewed mm, as. Oh, like, yeah. one of the best review games mm-hmm. of that era. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, topped, um, Games Master's top 100 games of all time. Yeah. When it came out in, uh, I believe 1994, 1995. Mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, those are kind of the four main versions. Um, the Game Gear and the Game Boy. Obviously, the former is the better version. Um, we were looking at Keith playing some of it beforehand, like, and yeah. I was so impressed by how <laughs> graphics were. They're easy. I mean, the it's Master System version is the same, but mm. just zoomed out a bit. So the Game Gear, like, you're right on it. Well, yeah. yeah, the Master System version is just a bit zoomed out. Yeah, and you mentioned that um, Kano wasn't in the Master System version, but nope. which character was not in the Game Boy version? Uh, they would have had to take it. Uh, Sonya? Johnny Cage. Oh, Johnny Cage. Well, that's, that's a bit strange. Uh, apparently, like, the manual, apparently, uh, according to online, said that arcade stats show he was the least picked player, and that Sonya Blade was the most. Wow. Although, that same did... source said that actually the reverse was true. Okay. Which would kind of maybe explain why Sonya Blade wasn't in Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. But maybe. Sonya so- has, like, a like a projectile attack. And like... She has, like, pink rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why a lot of people like them. And Liu Kang has his like little fireball thing. Yeah. <laughs> so And Johnny Cage's got Those are my favourites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like it's just kind of pitching. Uh Master System Port comes out early ninety four. Yep. Like, I know what you're thinking. There were Master System games coming out in nineteen ninety four. Hang on. It kind of because I'm pretty sure I got it Christmas that night ninety three. No? Um well maybe you did. Like oh, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, the internet says late 94, but... Interesting. I would I mean, beg to differ, internet. No, I mean, no, you're probably right. It does seem like a long time to come out. Are you having to go against Wikipedia, Dylan? Is that what you're doing? I'm up against Wikipedia, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Wikipedia is a CIA front, so who knows? <laughs> <Boom. how. laughs> so, yeah, they're trying to cover up the real release of Master System. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it also came out on the Amiga, which I'm guessing Adrian may have been the only person... Who's ever played it on the Amiga? Well, you reckon? You haven't played it, Dylan? One button Mortal Kombat sounds horrendous, but tell us more. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, actually, I loved it because, um, well. my little taste on the two SNES versions, <laughs> oh, that aside, I haven't really played it much. So for me, it was brilliant. Like Street Fighter 2 on the Amiga was good for me. I, I wasn't used to the real thing. So, um, yeah, it's great fun, man. Yeah. I mean, it actually was well reviewed, believe it or not, yeah. for the Amiga. I'm guessing because, as you say, the lack of competition. For the graphics are great. Games. Yeah, yeah, the graphics how did are great. They, how did they get around the controls? Hey, I don't remember. Okay. I just I just used to play it. Uh, but there was blood, I believe. There was blood. Yeah. Uh, also came out on the Mega CD. Yeah. The Mega yeah. CD version was not well reviewed. Uh, came out a fair bit later. It was regarded as being a very marginal upgrade. And they even got some of the details wrong. Like, they had uh, the wrong music for some of the levels. Like, had <laughs> they would have, like, music for one level that should have been in oh. another. How did they balls that up? Well, that's another. That's another podcast, isn't it? Mega, yeah. Mega CD Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> that deserves at least four separate podcasts that's just for that another, one topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think like uh, looking back, a huge game. So I'm gonna end like kind of summing up with two questions. Number one, how good was Mortal Kombat the first one at the time? Slash in retrospect. Yeah. And what do you think its legacy was overall? How important a game was it? Uh, Key first, then. <sighs> big question. Go around. Go around. How good was it? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not his biggest fan. It was very cool at the time as a teenager. The blood, the fatalities, and it had like a cool, cool look to it, you know. Um, but it always came second best to Street Fighter Two for me. I just there's something, and I don't know if that was maybe what influenced the bad reviews. Um, it just it's never been as fluid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the controls. Just the, the you know the digitized characters. I don't know. I don't know. But, but do you think that holds true for Mortal Kombat Two as well? Or was it just the, first um, one? Uh, the second one was a big step up, wasn't it? That's what I mean. Like Agent says, they kind of blur into one sometimes. And I've played the second one a lot more oh, yeah. than the first one. Um, and uh, well, kind of before we move on to the second question, Adrian, how good do you think it was? Um, yeah, before that, Rob, I said I had two stories about Mortal Kombat. I might actually say the second story for another. Because it's more to do with Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. So I'll save it. So sorry, listeners. I know you're on the edge of your seats going, come on, Adrian. <laughs> what's this other crazy story? It can wait. But I actually think Mortal Kombat was important for the beat-em-up genre. Because Street Fighter 2, don't get me wrong, I'm a massive fan. But mm. it needed a shake-up. It needed 
a new player to, to come in and really mix it up a little bit. And I think credit to Mortal Kombat, they did that. And I think they got a good game initially. And I think it, it set the foundations for some pretty decent Mortal Kombat follow-ups. But yeah, like you said, the first one's got its flaws. But it did shake it up a little bit. Mm. And that was a good thing. Dill? Well, how, how good was it? I loved it, man. I mean, <laughs> I didn't even think it would make the 8-bit. Because I was still scratching around on the Master System back in the days. And it just didn't, I just didn't even think it was possible to see it happen. I mean, there's only two stages on the Master System in Game Gear versions. And there's very little detail in the background. But the characters move, they do all the special Mm. moves. And it was, Street Fighter 2 only came out on the Master System after like Tech Toy and Brazil. Yeah, it was in Brazil. And then only then did they work that out. But it was there, man. I actually had a fighting game Mm. on an 8-bit console. Loved it, loved it. In retrospect, how good was it? Yeah, it's not as good as Street Fighter 2, is it? I mean, it, it's not as fast, it's not as fluid, it's not as actually, it's, it's, it's not as pickupable. I haven't played Mortal Kombat in Yonks. It's just, and Street Fighter 2 just rolls off, you know, mm. and just play it in like a, at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I really can't disagree with that last bit. I think I still enjoy playing all the Street Fighter 2 games today. Mm. I mean, the first one's a bit slow, but, um, I don't know, I think Mortal Kombat was an incredibly important game when it came out. I mean, like, partially because of what it influenced. Even, like, uh, you can look at the immediate kind of stuff, like Primal Rage and... Killer Instinct. Um, finishing Killer Instinct, moves. Yeah. If you look at finishing moves now, there's, like, finishing moves in, like, every game now. Yeah. You know? It kind of... There wasn't that kind of thing before. If you knock someone out in a game, that was it. You knock mm. down their health bar. Yeah, apparently the reason gone. for that was um, they felt they had to kind of add a Disney's thing, but they hated, like, the Disney's trope like we can yeah. hits they just oh, put it at the end yeah and uh like i don't i think all of that is true it was important but actually i think i really like the arcade version i think i actually like playing it it was far pretty faster than the first street fighter 2 not as fast as turbo mm. or like champion edition yeah. or whatever but you know it was pretty fast compared to that like compared to the original and i think the control system like the kind of up, down, like left, right kind of thing works better in the arcade than the Street mm, Fighter probably 2. probably does work better with a stick. Yeah. The tap, tap, yeah, than on a control yeah. pad. Yeah. And I just think, like, it was cool in a way that Street Fighter 2 wasn't. Street Fighter 2 was earth-shadowing when it came out, but unlike, as a kid, you loved it, but Mortal Kombat was just pretty cool. It was cool. Like, the blood and digitized cool. kind of thing, and, like, the ninja... But like the ninja and the demons kind of stuff. It was cool, man. And even back then, I think just having the sort of almost human-like graphics, it was quite novel the digita- back then. Yeah. It the was day, quite That cool. was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, the so like, even at the time, I didn't like it as much as Street Fighter 2 because I loved yeah. Street Fighter yeah. 2 games. But I definitely respected it. And I think, like you say, it kind of needed that big shake-up because everything after that, otherwise, just like the SNK yeah. type Street Fighter 2 rip-offs. It's one of those games as well. I think you can take, if you look at the, the Mortal Monday, the TV adverts and stuff, mm. with the techno music, the more mature themes. Oh, it's yeah. definitely one of those games you can see that later on, Sony, when marketing the PlayStation, there was definitely an influence there in the way it was marketed, mm-hmm. that for they adults. took and ran with it, oh, yeah, yeah, for older you know, yeah. not these, just for these kids. video games aren't just for kids. It's They're for that, kids as well, but not just yeah, for kids. that kind of thing. You can definitely see a line between that and like PlayStation marketing and stuff like that. Yeah, I think like um, even kind of I guess a year or two before, yeah, that really famous like SNES kind of when the SNES came out, yeah, that really famous advert with Paul Rudd in. Oh kind yeah, of, the Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly Paul the same Rudd today. Yeah. He does look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, fifty-year-old Paul Rudd more or less looks the same. Yeah. Anyway, um, but like, and it's cool, but and it's kind of like. And it's cooler than, say, maybe it was in the 80s, but again, this is kind of, it feels a bit like Hackers almost. The film Hackers, which yeah. came out a couple mm. of years afterwards. Yeah. That same kind of feel, like kind of mm. kids in the street. Yeah. Like, we're kind of rebelling against, you know, like, we're taking over this town. Check mm. out this fatality move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the fatalities were, re- if you could pull it off, it was really cool. It was really cool. You were like, if you, you, you walked around with like the bee's knees, didn't you? The, 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 yeah, the little, t- you know, sk- skipping your step if you can put on the fatalities. It was quite cool. Like, oh, look, I can do these fatalities. When you oh, pulled it oh, off. Oh, it was so bad. It was cool. It was, there, there was never enough time. I need more time. <laughs> oh, I just missed the last little oh, yeah. rest. Oh, I need yeah, more Yeah, that time. was the thing. You had to make sure that you got the last hit where you were in the right range. Yeah. yeah. But man, like, I could, I could still do all the, the, uh, Scorpion Sub Zero Liu Kang moves. I can still yeah. remember how to do them. Mm. And I think the, f- I, 
can vaguely remember. I know the Scorpion Fatality because everyone knows that one. That's down, hold down forward and... No, you hold down, punch, and then tap up twice. Oh, there you go. Everyone knows it apart from Dylan. Hey, I was like, down, <laughs> down, down, no. D- down, left, up, down, 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 down. In truth though, Rob, I, I play Mortal Kombat 2 probably about 20 times more than Mortal Kombat 1. I put so many hours in Mortal Kombat 2. So that's I why also I'm, played I'm, a lot more. I'm biting my tongue because I hope we're going to do a follow-up podcast one day. We will do Mortal Kombat 2 relatively soon, I think. Yeah. Or maybe this, this time next year. Yeah, I would like to. Celebrate Mortal Monday again. Or maybe we'll do it in two years. <laughs> maybe we'll do it in two years' time, and we'll do Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation this time on the 29th year. anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's 28th. Okay. So, so three should years I talk time. about the penciled in, penciled in interview? Should I do it? Is that... uh, yeah. Am who who have we it? got lined up um, for an interview? Well, if you're listening, then and it worked, and we actually got it. It should be. It might on be the before site. or just after. I don't know. It's hard to know in the scheduling. But who is it, Adrian? Well, look, you mentioned him earlier, Robin. He's a big name. Um, again, it hasn't happened yet, so hopefully it's going to happen. So if it doesn't happen, I do apologise to our listeners, and we'll edit the spit out. <laughs> we we'll edit the spit <laughs> yeah. out forever, or you could just just keep saying this to me, say you're a loser, Adrian. I can take yeah. it. Uh, John Tobias has agreed to an interview. A Sky podcast interview. That's the cool. Tobias himself. Yeah, Sabot himself, and I, I can't wait to talk to him. He's a he's a massive name, isn't he? Let's be honest. Um, he he's he was involved in the I think the best Mortal Kombat's. I think one, two, mm. three, four. He you know he, he he's not in, it, in Mortal Kombat anymore, but he, he left his mark. I think definitely in that. In that yeah, franchise. I think one, two, three for me the iconic ones. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. I know like eleven has sold an incredible amount, but yeah. those three will just be the People ones. getting freaked out by those fatalities. Because they look so real. Yeah, yeah and they, you get the super slow mo, and it's like the x ray. Yeah, so the like, x ray. Yeah. yeah. Like you the see the bones sound. crunching. And yeah, like, it's just a bit. It's too almost too real, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. No, Give me the pixel. Cool. Yeah, Give me the pixel cool face, at least. <laughs> That's a chat for another day, but it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, two and two on that one. Too much for, for me and Adrian. <laughs> me, and Rob, yeah. me and Rob love it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that interview that comes up. And we don't have to wait a year. We'll do Mortal Kombat 2 and all the films. At some point soon. Finish him. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness. Interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.